Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Last week we talked about Christmas decorations and why some are good and some are not good, and how putting lights on the house is kind of what drives away those winter blues this month. So let's keep that spirit going and let's just agree to leave our lights up and on until mid-February or so. This week, we will shift a little and talk more about emotions and stuff. Now, I kind of just spitballing, snowballing this one. I don't really know where I'm going, so it may end up rambling a bit but it's some of the explanations surrounding the emotional experiences. If you're following the Facebook page this week, uh, there are a few things that I have posted about Left of Normals and how they feel and express emotions. I have them, I usually feel them, but since it's often very difficult to express them, I if you remember back to some of my earlier episodes, it's difficult because I worry that I'm expressing the emotions incorrectly. I don't know if I'm doing it right. So instead of actually outwardly showing those emotions, I just cram them all the way down inside and choose to ignore them until they turn into tumors. If you stomp on those emotions hard enough, they do just flatten out quite nicely and go away. I'll go through a handful of emotions and kind of analyze the way I process them and explain to the best of my ability what I'm actually feeling. So I'll start with joy. I generally, generally feel happy and joyous. If I'm not feeling this way, I logically process through my emotions and I figure out what is going on to reduce the amount of joy that I am feeling. I know that I feel the best when I'm happy and full of joy, and so I aim to have that as the primary emotion that I am feeling at any given moment. And of course, I don't show it because if you're standing around grinning like an idiot, people don't trust you. Next would be sadness. Sometimes when I feel sad, I say to myself, I don't want to feel sad. And so I just go back to being awesome instead. True story. And it's actually truer than many people might think. Most of the time, our emotions are choices. And we choose to feel sad due to external circumstances. If those circumstances are outside of our control, the feeling of sadness over that circumstance does no good. And so I generally choose to just stop being sad and be happy instead. Anger. I get angry all the time. Usually it's because I see really stupid things that people post on social media. And it I guess maybe anger isn't the right word for that. It's probably more just fed up and irritated. But going back to processing through sadness, most of the things I'm irritated or angry about 
I have no control over. So instead of dwelling on that and souring my mood and causing physical ailments, I adjust what I can adjust and I focus on happy things instead. Happy things like butterflies and blowing things up. Finally, empathy. I saved this for last because it's really the most difficult to deal with. It's a very weird emotion and even weirder to try to express it. And I feel it's weird because it's not just expressed when someone else is feeling sad. I feel that understanding is a form of empathy as well. So let's say somebody's feeling a bit blue and they express their feelings. I can sympathize and empathize with them. But then it gets like super awkward when it's prolonged. And of course, I want to fix the issue because when I'm sad, I logically process, process through what's making me sad. And then I eliminate the saddening factor. So if I see someone else that is sad, I want to look at them and say, here's what you can do in order to reduce the amount of sad that you feel. And then I continue on into the logical steps that would make them feel better. And then they sob even louder and they completely ignore the incredible advice that I'm giving them. And they make stupid excuses so they can continue to dwell in their sadness for as long as possible. And I've never really figured out quite what to say to someone that I'm empathizing with because most words don't mean anything at the moment. And depending on who it is, I've just kind of resorted to a handful of proven methods that ensure I don't make things even more awkward than they already are, but they know that I care. So for, say, a casual acquaintance, I say, oh, or okay, and then I sprint away from there as fast as, fast as I can. It's even uh, it's a bonus if I'm actually like wearing a suit because people in suits running is just like hilarious for some reason. If it's somebody I know fairly well, I'll say something along the lines of that sucks or screw those guys or let's go get a beer and drown away your sorrows. It's really the perfect excuse to go drink some beer. If it's someone that I'm quite close to, I often don't say anything and I just pat them on the head because everyone needs a head pat every now and then. And it's a great way to say, I hear your troubles, but I don't want to hear any more of your troubles. But if you really need to talk about them, I'll continue to listen and continue to pat you on the head without actually saying those words. I can feel empathy, but it makes me feel really funny and I don't like it, so I just squash that thing down like the other emotions so I can stay in my comfortable bubble that doesn't feel funny. Unless you're talking about funny as in humorous, in which case everything is hilarious if you think about it hard enough. There was an article that I linked to on Monday that talks about emotions. 
and it really sums up a lot of the things just nicely in better words than my rambling diatribe can express, so I'm just going to read the, uh, it's about toward the end of the article. Uh, it says, those with Asperger profiles might not be recognized for the em their empathetic qualities due to variation in the ways empathy is felt and expressed. Some people feel deep empathy, but do not outwardly communicate these sentiments through facial expressions or language. And some people come to empathy through intellectual processes using logic and reasoning to arrive at the feelings. It is also important to keep in mind that many people with Asperger profiles have been bullied or excluded by peers in the past and might therefore be guarded around people, which could appear as lack of empathy. People with Asperger profiles can be and are extremely caring individuals. In fact, it is particularly common for those with the profile to feel and exhibit deep concern for human welfare, animal rights, environmental protection, and other global and humanitarian causes. This article talks about how we use logic to process the emotions and touches on some of the root causes of not expressing emotions outwardly. Growing up, there were a lot of my peers that thought I was weird AF. And to make it worse, if I was teased, I often didn't really know I was being teased until much later. So instead of setting myself up for being teased, aka doing it wrong, I just stamp out those emotions so I don't have to show anything. As far as human welfare, animal rights, environmental protection, and other humanitarian causes, that would be a good topic for another time. But for now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right, and if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community, Consider that when I'm sitting there with a blank look on my face and you ask me what I'm thinking about, be prepared to hear me talk about how great Sour Patch Kids are. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.